Welcome to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are two physical therapists, Dr. Jess and Dr. Bobby, just trying to live healthy most of the time and doing our best to see our glasses as half full. Some days that is much harder than others. So we interview others more knowledgeable than us on different topics to teach us about things we do not know. And this month in November, we are talking about all different types of relationships. And I'm really excited about our guest today. Um, but first, Dr. Jess, what do you have in your glass? Well, today I am drinking a cup of coffee, but it's got the clinic logo on it. Look how pretty that is. Anyway, a <laughs> uh, little half and half, a little coffee, good to go. Uh, Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? I am having some pomegranate kombucha. I had that yesterday at lunch. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Hard to open, as we were saying. It was, yeah. 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 I had to ask for help from a coworker, actually. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I'm going to let Dr. Bobby introduce our guest today. All right. So, I'm really excited. Um, today, we are going to talk to Jake and Birdie. Um, they are my godparents. So, they have known me my whole life. Um, and I will let them start. And Jake or Birdie, if you'd like to say a little bit about yourself and a little bit of your the history of you two. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, we were born and raised in Chicago. Um, and I'll let Jake tell you how we met. My friend Joe and I were waiting on the corner of Pullman and North Avenue to get a bus to go by couldn't drive a stick shift, so that's why we And along comes, waiting for the bus, and along comes Bernie down North Avenue. And she knew Joe. Mm -hmm. And so Joe introduced me to her. And I looked at her. Oh she went up to home to. Hey, Birdie. Yes. Um, can you um, move the, is it possible to move the computer a little closer so we can hear Jake better? Okay, how's that? All right, so you, you saw Birdie walking down the street, Jake, and then what, what did you say to Joe? I said to Joe, wow, where did you know her? And evidently, Joe and Birdie were in some kind of a social club, and uh, he continued on at that time, she was working three different jobs. Couldn't get over such a busy girl. I was only 15. I was going to say, you're pretty young, working three jobs. Yeah, she yeah, was. And then, uh, second time I met her, we were on North Avenue Beach with this group of girls and boys. We all got together at Hilton, and I her and I said, you my, my friend Joe's mother has free tickets to the outdoor theater. Would you like to go with me? She thought that was pretty nuts. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> should have known by the word a free, a free date, free, right? Yeah. You got these tickets for free <laughs> and he wants to take you on your first date. <laughs> but, yeah. And he yells with across two blankets. You know, we were all on the beach and there were about six people between us. <laughs> uh, okay. you, you knew right then and there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So then it worked out. So how long have you guys been married? 
58 years. 58 years. I don't know how she could put up with me for that long. <laughs> I don't know how either. <laughs> oh. Well, that's awesome. And I mean, I can I can tell you from somebody that, you know, has not been married for nearly that long. Uh, that's something that obviously like I want, right? I want that for me. I want that for my husband. I want that for our kids as we're growing up. And so talking to people that have lived it is helpful. So the younger generation coming up is like, we have a model to follow, right? We have, we have something to learn from. And so the idea with this episode today is to really like pick your brain a little bit, like how, how have you been able to accomplish this? It's so huge to be able to uh, grow together for so many years. Um, And so like that kind of goes into my next question of like, in that relationship, how have you, like, what are the ways that you've been able to grow together so that each phase of life you're, you're in it, you know, in it as a team? First of all, she's a really good cook. <laughs> there we go. Good cook. That, that helps. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that good of a cook. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I think that um, you kind of have to live in the moment um, and try to uh, enjoy the time, um, you know, that you're in, not worry too much about the past. And uh, we usually try to find humor in almost every situation. As you can tell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I think living in the moment is something that I know I struggle with, with, you know, always trying to like, well, we got to do this. We got to get, you know, ready for that and prepared for this. And, you know, all sorts of, you know, just the busyness of, you know, raising a family and, you know, business related efforts. Uh, But like, that's where some, you know, some of the mindfulness that Bobby and I have both started doing has been helpful for me uh, to be more grounded and present. Um, So I think I'm glad that you're kind of echoing that that's helpful. Uh, Um, so when, so for those out here, because we all know, like a lot of times we think of relationships, we think of being married 58 years, like, oh, it's all good. And we know that disagreements arise, um, with anyone that loves someone, um, obviously there's going to be a time in our life where we don't disagree or we don't agree on something. So for you and Jake, when you maybe don't agree on a topic or a degree on a decision, uh, what are strategies that you found that were most helpful for mm-hmm. you to, you know, still have a healthy relationship, but allow some disagreements in there? Well, when... She always says, listen, stupid, she always calls me, listen. So why I keep laughing at so choked because I heard him a million times. Anyway, I think communication really is the key there. Uh, Jake, uh, I have to get over his it's my way or the highway type of thing. And you have to be lis- willing to listen uh, to the other person's views, um, but be able to state your case and still show respect for your partner. Um, and sometimes you just have to walk away for just a few minutes. Uh, but I would not walk away uh, permanently because I think it's very important that you, when you have an issue, to get it settled as soon as you can and not let it grow and fester. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's that phrase, like, don't go to bed angry. Yeah. Right. There's so much truth to that. Uh, and, and doing walking away, I think is also a, a sign of mindfulness of recognizing I'm not quite ready to engage in this conversation. Cause you know, you just, you know, you're a little bit too emotional about it. Maybe um, right. well, I know may, that happens to me. Yeah. And you may say something hurtful when you really don't want to. Right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's my intention right now? Is my intention to be mad and vengeful? Well, that's not going to get me anywhere. Right? right. So my intention needs to be, I want my point to be heard, but I also need to hear the other side. So until I'm ready for that intention, um, then it's like, maybe I should go for a run, go for a walk, you know, get out in the garden and just clear my head. And then, you know, okay, now I'm, I have a better, mm, uh, more deliberate. Oh gosh. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Storm surge warning. Sorry. (laughs) We're in Florida and there's, you know, all sorts yeah. of weather out there so yeah somewhere and cover up uh yeah it's it's not right now it's it's coming in the future <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> welcome to living near the coast <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scared me though <laughs> no so um so as your marriage as you guys grew in your uh Let's actually, I'm going to change the question. Kind of talk to us first about how your marriage has changed through the decades. So like from obviously your 20s and 30s to now, um, how has it changed and how has the relationship changed? Do you want to say anything about that? Uh, Well, I think probably the main thing is that you both kind of mellow over the years and you kind of grow more together I think than apart because you get to know each other so well and, and stuff like that and um I I think I have earned um Jake's respect as the year goes by no doubt and uh, as his illness um, has progressed we've kind of had to uh change roles a little bit and um that's hard for him, you know, to let go because he's been such a strong uh, person all his life and, and stuff like that. And um, it's kind of a, a role reversal a little bit. So, mm-hmm. But that's just really the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the last few years, uh, you know, uh, we always had really divided duties like young Jake took a psychology course in high school once and they gave him a sheet of paper with 25 things on that the man in the house should do and the woman in the house should do and the only thing that we did together was get the mail (laughs) yeah you know I take care of the house and the kitchen I stay out of his garage he stays out of my kitchen and we're (laughs) yeah what's wrong with that (laughs) <laughs> hey there's nothing wrong it works work for us yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it's just finding kind of like what works for each person and each couple and um yeah. and that's I think I think that's that's awesome because everyone everyone's a little bit different but there's a lot to like know from I think a lot with that is knowing expectations too yes yes that's exactly right and your limitations 
Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. be able to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. you know? so, yeah. Uh, the other word, yeah, I'm hearing respect a lot as well. That I think a lot of uh, what happens sometimes with relationships is that there really isn't uh, equal mutual respect. And with without that mutual respect, then it's going to be very hard to grow together. Uh, one person's more of the leader, one's the follower, but someone's only going to follow for so long. That's and then, uh, then it turns into this imbalance. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. you can have different roles, different interests, different, everything can be, you can have your own thing, but there still has to be respect. And yeah. I've, I've but I also think times. it helps to have, uh, even though, uh, you know, we kind of have different interests and, and all that. You have to have at least something that you can do together as a family unit. And as Bobby knows, in our case, it's been cars. And okay. that has been um, the basis uh, of our family for a very long time. And having two boys, they kind of, you know, fell right into that. And uh, we're fortunate that that was kind of my interest also. So that kind of gelled into a a lifestyle actually mm -hmm. awesome and awesome. so what did you do with cars well we were into corvettes in fact that's how we met uh, bobby's family um we purchased our first corvette from the place where her dad worked mm -hmm. and uh, they became friends because he kept hanging around the place and bringing them cookies he was a nabisco salesman uh -huh. he was known as the cookie man and uh, we just became friends after that and with the family, and I would consider them our closest friends. Uh, yeah. And that is a family thing. I mean, our boys now are 48 and 52, and I think that they still consider uh, Stretch and Cindy uh, more, uh, they're closer to them than they are to their own aunt and uncles. Stretch is my dad's uh, nickname in the car yeah. Corvette world. Because <laughs> yeah. at one point, my dad was like really tall and really skinny. <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> so I think that helps to solidify a relationship if you have at least one common ground, you know, where the whole family uh, can take part. Like the kids uh, grew into it. There were always uh, kids hanging out in our garage and, um, and we everything. Yeah, we went to Corvette shows. And we developed a lot of really wonderful friends through that hobby. Right, that lifelong friends. You know, we've known them for 45 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that helps solidify a marriage also. Yeah, absolutely. Especially a family as well, right. including the, the kids as well. So that's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Very cool. Um, as far as like young relationships, what's like a piece of advice that you would give if somebody, if you know, if there's like a, a new budding relationship that, um, you know, they're like starting to make it kind of serious? Like, I think that it's important to have, and I don't think we were really aware of this when we were young. But looking back, I think it's important to have uh, compatible long-term girls goals like yes. uh, how you handle the money, who handles the money, um, do you, your lifestyle. Like uh, it wouldn't be good if if someone is a stay-at-home type and likes to just you know stay at home, and other people you know like to go out and party and, and stuff like that. 
So it helps that you are both kind of on the same page as, as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. um, I think you have to talk about religion, uh, having children. Do you want children even? And once the children come, you know, kind of how you raise them, you know, that could be a big uh, uh, divider in marriages we've seen. So those are big things that just kind of came naturally to us, I think. Well, we were lucky boys. Yes. If there were a boy and a girl, <laughs> yeah, that may have. <laughs> but uh, I think those are the things that are important that you have to talk about. Yes, opposites attract. You know, as far as personality goes, Jake was really more outgoing, and I was, you know, more the quiet type and stuff. And but we both probably prefer to stay home. Not to saying we never partied. We had a lot of parties at our house over the years and everything. But they were always with friends and everything. We never did the bar scene or no. neither one of us were ever interested in that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that helps to have that kind of uh, compatibility. And also, we had a neighbor in Darien who said. And this is really true, that you have to marry someone whose faults you can tolerate and vice versa, because there is no perfect person, there is no perfect marriage, and you just, you know, it, it, there's a lot of truth in that. Yes, you got to learn to, you know, adjust and live and uh, stuff like that. Otherwise, and, and look at it this way, nobody is happy 100% of the time. There's no perfect marriage. Even in your job, even though you love your jobs, once or twice a year, I'm sure you say to yourself, I want to quit this, I want to get out of it, blah, blah, blah. But it passes. And that's the same thing in a marriage. It has its up and it has its down. And like you were saying when we were talking this morning, that you got to stick with it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing. I think when we were married about 15 years or so, I even considered divorce. Uh, at that time, Jake was a very successful salesman. He was out of town a lot. He went to a lot of sales meetings. And he was good about contacting me, calling me up when I was home with two little kids and saying, yeah, I had filet mignon for dinner. You know, we had drinks afterwards. And, you know, that kind of, you know, hits you right in your heart. When And I love my kids and everything. And, and um I was fortunate enough to stay home for 10 years uh, when they were little, before they went to school and all that. But sometimes you have to realize that you cannot live vicariously through your partner. You have to kind of make a life, or not a separate life, but you have to find your little niche. And I think really what saved our marriage is when I went back to work. Yeah, mm -hmm. And uh, he was not happy with it. He was totally against it. Uh, the only way he would allow me to go to work is if his lifestyle didn't change. <laughs> and uh, so uh, that changed a lot. You know, the kids helped a lot with the chores. He became more tolerant. That changed our marriage a lot. Yes, it did. I was not, uh, you know, living through him so much, waiting for him to come home and tell me all he did in the outside world and stuff. Because, uh, as you know, when you have toddlers, you're pretty insulated if you uh, stay home. Right. So that's yes, the only thing that. I, 
<laughs> and tell people like, I live under a rock. I don't get out much. Um, <laughs> they're like, do you know about this going on or that going on? I'm like, no. The 70s um, are a total blur for yeah. us. We don't know yeah, anything about what happened in the 70s. <laughs> so yeah. that's the only thing I could suggest too, is that even, you know, you, you don't lead separate lives, but uh, I think you have to find your niche where you find some outlet, some positive strokes, you know, some interest, mm-hmm. you know, because Sewing, knitting, crocheting, you know, and taking care of the kids and all that. That only kind of, at least for me, Mm -hmm. as much as I love the kids and as much of a homebody and uh, home person I am, um, that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I can totally value you going back to work. I think that's something that I struggled. I, you know, I struggled uh, on maternity leave, like, is this the right thing for me, you know, to, right. to drop my baby off with somebody yeah, and, and go to work? Yeah. And part of it is like the world we're in now. I mean, you kind of have to, like we knew we need two incomes in the household mm-hmm. in order to, uh, you know, for life. I mean, life yeah. is pretty expensive. Yeah. And, it was, yeah, yeah, it was not easy those 10 yeah. years I, I was mm-hmm. home financially, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I remember uh, taking gas from the lawnmower and putting it in the car. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you did making, I, I made almost all the kids Christmas presents and mm-hmm. birthday presents and stuff because you couldn't afford it. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of sacrifice that that is made. Um, I will say, like for me as a as a uh, female that has gone through graduate school, using my brain in different ways gives me purpose and value. And it would be very hard for me to stay home. And yeah. there's other, even though there's guilt and everything surrounded by that, um, I as an individual am a more well-rounded and happier individual. when I have those other roles and so something that my husband and I had to work through we had to figure out what was going to be the best get everybody's needs met you know yeah when I went to work and all that it was shocking I came home and I said to my husband people are actually listening to me (laughs) they're actually taking my advice (laughs) yeah that was really a new uh, experience for it that I was getting paid for my viewpoints and, and what I had to say. I had I felt I had value, right. more value, yeah, right. uh, when I went to work, I guess. I don't know. Well, I but, think sometimes we take, we take for granted um, the advice family gives us, whether it's a parent, whether it's a, a significant other, a child, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it comes a little differently than like a coworker, you know, something yeah. like that once they're in a while. Boss. Yeah, they're a boss. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's how we manage mm-hmm. all these years. Yeah, uh, no, I definitely I love that. And I love the the growth that's happened, you know, like each of those phases, right? It's like, well, before yeah. you had kids, you know, it's like, yeah, it was like you're younger, you know, doing all the fun, you know, stuff before kids. And then with kids, I mean, that's a tough, it's a tough time. I mean, you really have to, especially when they're young, like you really need to, 
um, not lose yourself in that because uh, they require so much effort. Yeah, um, it's hard not to lose yourself in that. Yeah. 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 I know I've got a number of friends that, uh, you know, we're all in the same boat, you know, with young kids. And so it's a, it's a bit of a constant effort to make sure that we're keeping each other supported and that mindset of like, I'm not crazy, right? Like, <laughs> like very important too. We had a group of neighbors who we were, we were in a brand new neighborhood and all of us were on the same boat type of thing. Yep. And um, that we traded off babysitting duties if he had to go to the dentist or doctor or had a funeral yep. or something. It's very important what you said about having a really good support uh, group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and like you can have your, your marriage is important, but then also like what is also in that network and, and having that healthy network, I think is, is important, you know, like as a female, you know, in the marriage, there's a different kind of network sometimes that's helpful. And then as a male, sometimes it can be a little bit of a different network. They can be the same, you know, it could be other married couples, but then sometimes I think it is nice to have those separate outlets as well, just as an individual. And so that you're constantly fulfilled. And then if your husband's constantly fulfilled um, with other interpersonal relationships, then I think it's easier to be supportive of each other. Right. And with this, um, the women and I, you know, did the kids thing and trading off and all that, but then we would get together with the men and have parties or go downtown or do Mm -hmm. something like that too. So it was kind of a whole neighborhood type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I love, I love that's our neighborhood is very similar. We've got a bunch of other families. And so it's, yeah, I can, you know, Hey, I'm going to be out in the backyard, send, you know, send your daughter over if she wants to play outside, you know, that way you get your stuff done inside, you know, I'm out here so she can come run around uh, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Jake travels a lot. We had a lot of uh, neighborhood sleepovers. (laughs) Yeah. Dog birthday parties and all sorts of things. It was uh, a nice neighborhood for kids to grow up in. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and you miss it, you know, now that our kids are older and our grandson is even 22 years old, we miss going to his ball games and all his activities. So you have that to look forward to going to your, not only your kids, but your grandchildren's activities, which are really fun. Right. Yeah. And then like that, each of those phases, you know, just the, I think like, I really, I appreciate what you're saying, kind of being in the moment and present because uh, when you take the time to, to step back and realize like, this is really awesome, even though sometimes it's overwhelming and maybe you don't get as much sleep or, you know, new time or whatever it might be like in that day, like there really is positive. And it's like, when you really set, like step back and think about it, it's like, today was a good day. Like, you know, we had some big wins today. And if even the big win might be like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like we did poop in the potty and not in the pan. <laughs> I mean, but like, that might be like, yeah, we've been working on this for like months, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, that's the thing. Think about it. Uh, you, everybody will tell you and you won't agree with it. Enjoy your children while they're here. Oh In your lifetime, your kids are only with you. 20 of those years mm-hmm. that's a very short time mm-hmm. in your lifespan you know fire. so yeah. you know we didn't believe it when people said it when you're changing poopy diapers <laughs> so it, it's hard to say you know uh enjoy this time <laughs> yeah. like yeah, like, really in, in retrospect that is really true your kids are with you such a short time in your lifespan it's very important to uh 
enjoy them and do the best you can with them because it really builds the relationships of when they're older. Right. And with our two boys, we couldn't ask for two better sons ever. Look at Bobby. Yeah, Bobby too. Look at Bobby. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Invest in those in those uh um godchildren as well. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I like it. I like it. Times when she was a little girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of those um, bits of wisdom with us. I think that's it's something that I was able to um, talk with my grandparents about before they passed away, and it really stuck with me with the advice that they gave me prior to uh, me entering my own marriage. And uh, not I know not everybody has that opportunity to talk to somebody that has real life perspective. And um, right, yeah. And yeah. feel free to bleep anything. You <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean. What like what you're saying is that it only makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's and it's worked for you, and it makes sense. It, well, you know, what like I see is it don't happen to everybody. Mm -hmm. Run with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is my. Mm -hmm. That's it. All I can say. Yeah. Works for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah we're we're kind of very down to earth, yes, very practical, common sense people too you know right. we're not uh neuroscientists right <laughs> right yeah i should say you can bleep this out don't ever marry a dutch person <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that one a few times <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just it's hope. I hope we get to meet you in person someday. It's it. I know uh, Bobby has enjoyed your friendship and everything over the years, and for that we appreciate you. Oh, for sure. The storm. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you know, we're we're getting prepped for the storm, so there's you know all that fun stuff. But yeah, hopefully mm -hmm. I'll be up in uh, Chicago. We'll see. Uh, we've got my uh, my husband's family is up that way, so we try and get up there um, about once okay. a year. So when will this be aired, Bobby? So I can write it down. It'll be aired in Or just let us it, know. We'll let you, it's in November. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Again, if you don't feel you can use it, we're not upset about it. Oh my gosh, it was so good, Bertie. So okay. good. Bye bye. All right. Bye.